it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Anthony Fauci is apparently finally stepping down at the ripe old age of 113. You know, we have senators and members of Congress and a president, quite frankly. We are being led by a bunch of people who are all pushing 80, if not over 80. Nancy Pelosi's 82. And I include Republicans in that. Chuck Grassley and Dianne Feinstein are both going to be 88. That's not to say Chuck Grassley's a bad guy. It's just that he's going to be 88 years old. And what I don't understand about these people, I, I get it. We're political junkies, right? If you're listening to this program, you're probably a political junkie. I mean, I know that my shining, charismatic personality and my voice, I mean, the ladies, you must <clears throat> love my voice, right? But I think you're here because you're a political junkie. I mean, I get it, I get it, I get it. They say, well, yeah, Andrew, you could talk about anything. You're just such a stellar guy on the radio. We're political junkies. So I understand people who want a life in politics on some level, some level. After a while, I'd, I don't get it. That being when you're like 80. And I think we've built a class of people who really believe to themselves the world, this country could not function without this handful of people sitting at the table, sitting in secret rooms, carving up our lives. I mean, John McCain worked like to the day he died. Why, well, shouldn't you respect it? No, I, actually, I don't. Same thing for Ted Kennedy. It's not a Republican or Democrat thing. Sometimes it's time to let go. You see this with professional athletes, right? They, they strike. Look at Tom Brady. I don't pay attention to sports, but I know that there's always talk about his age. That yes, he's the goat, but you know, at some time you got to let somebody else play in the sandbox. And I would say to progressives, if you think you're going to get new ideas from a handful of people all around the age of 80 years old, uh, you're talking about people who've been in Congress since the most popular means of communication was the rotary phone. Think about that for a second. The rotary phone. Have you ever seen one of those videos where like teenagers are presented with a rotary phone and they don't know how to use it? Right? They look at this thing. It's like ancient. It's, it's completely aged to them. They have, uh, what is this, this relic, this dinosaur of communications? They have no idea. If you handed a kid an eight-track tape, they would have no idea what to do with it. It goes in that thing? Yes, you put it in, you hit play. I took my kids to the mall not that long ago, and I loathe the mall. But a very entrepreneurial man in the mall near my house opened a vintage vinyl store. And my daughter, who's going to be 10, said, Daddy, what are those? And I said, they're records. And she said, well, what do you do with them? I said, you put them on her. She had no idea. She's only ever seen a download. We're, this is who we're talking about as the sole class of people who are basically running the country. Winesick 695 Patriot 9572874. I mean, God bless people that work past, you know, what we consider the retirement age. Some people just, you know, are in love with their job or they're not ready to call it quits. But at some point, you have to. 
I just turned 50 this past week. I'm looking down the road. You know what? I, I don't think I want to be doing this when I'm 75 years old. I think my time will come. I've already given up the next generation thing, okay? And long past the time, I probably should have given it up. I just hadn't really wrapped my head around how I would do the intro to the program. But at some point, I'm going to look at the world and go, you know what? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I don't know. <clears throat> I am going to start here, though. Not to make this too New York-centric where the mothership is. But all of a sudden, a couple of busloads of migrants showing up in New York City has thrown the mayor completely off his game. Like I said, the mayor of D.C. called out the National Guard at the first sight of Latinos getting off a bus. If we had Republican mayors, that would be the headline. If we had a Republican mayor in New York City, they would be, they would be talking about how the mayor is completely, you know, vexed by a busload of Latinos. But really, Eric Adams and the New York City Democrats only have themselves to blame. These mayors of these major metropolitan cities have been saying for eons that they are sanctuary cities, welcoming of undocumented people. Okay, now you're getting them. Why are you complaining? You've been advertising. New York City has been advertising itself as a welcoming destination for people in the country illegally for as long as I can remember. Why are you complaining that people are actually taking you up on it? And if this is throwing a wrench in the system, try to imagine being the mayor of El Paso. Try to imagine being a county sheriff in a border county. They deal with this stuff every day. But while you've got the narrative out there that Republicans don't care about veteran health care, Anyone who believes that is just an idiot. It, they're ju you're just an idiot. Because you don't want budget gimmicks or veterans' healthcare funding to be used as a ruse to fund other programs. Does not mean you're against healthcare for veterans affected by burn pits or toxic water or anything for that matter. You can't look me in the face and tell me, listen to what's going on here. Headline, hundreds of migrants line up at New York City Hospital for health care, food, and free phones. Phones. Everything is free. It's like West Side Story. Everything free in America. Hundreds of migrants, at least some bust to the Big Apple by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. I bet you a lot of people are just lining up for the free stuff. They're like, it's free? Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a migrant. Lined up outside Lincoln Hospital in the Bronx on Sunday to get free health care coverage. Not just a checkup, coverage. Food and other items, including school supplies and free phones. Right now, millions of Americans are struggling. I went school shopping, school supply shopping with my kids this weekend, and I'm lucky. I live in a town, we still have one of those old school, there's a store near where I live that still has a, cigars. You know, greetings cards and school supplies. The old school, you know, book, tobacco, stationery, school supply store. And some people are like, why don't you just order it off Amazon? Because I don't want to order it off Amazon. I know the guy, he lives nearby. He says hi to me by name when I go in there. My kids get their little shopping baskets and they go around, they get all the stuff. We're in and out in 15 minutes. 
And thankfully, because for whatever reason, this man that runs this store has not had to jack up his prices. But inflation is affecting people buying construction paper, binders, scissors, glue sticks. It's costing real money to real people. We're just giving this stuff away to migrants, giving it away. While Americans are struggling, while we're talking about veterans and health care, we're giving this stuff away to non-citizens who crossed our border illegally. And there's always going to be someone who says, well, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? I want you to secure the damn border. That's what I want you to do. And when they talk about, well, this is the right thing to do, I'll ask this simple question. I'll make this easy on you progressive Democrats who like the open border. What is our constitutional obligation? To give away free stuff. What is the constitutional obligation outside of a treaty ratified in the Senate to send billions of dollars every year without fail in foreign aid? I want to know the constitutional obligation. What are you going to say? You're not going to be able to open the Constitution and go, here it is, we owe crayons to migrants. What is the constitutional obligation? If the federal government is not to operate within the parameters of the Constitution, then what does it operate within? The right thing to do? There's no mention in the Constitution that the government is here to lord over us, tax and spend, because that's the right thing to do. The phrase, right thing to do, are you a Christian? That has nothing to do with it either. I thought you guys wanted separation of church and state. You can't poke your finger in the chest of people who call themselves Christians and say, well, bud, if you don't want an open border and your taxes going up and millions of people streaming across the border looking for free stuff, you're not a real, you're not a real Christian. So you, now you want to run the country on Christian principles? Because if you do, everything would be voluntarily association. Being a Christian is something that you choose to do. Faith is something that you are called to voluntarily. It's called charity. And reports and studies have been done. Christians, conservatives are far more charitable than any other group of people. Period, end of story. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm right, you're wrong. The government was not constituted to do the right thing according to whatever the Democrats say it is. But we're talking about veteran health care. You can't look me in the face and tell me you care more about veterans when you go, you know what? Crossing the border illegally, free health care. Serving in combat, free health care. We're giving away things to people that others had to risk their lives to get. Some lost arms, some lost legs, some lost eyes, some lost their vision, some lost their hearing, some lost their mental well-being. And we're treating people in the country illegally on the exact same level as people who serve this nation in the military. But that's right, you Democrats care more. This is not a question of whether or not the government can walk and chew bubblegum. I don't think it really can under Biden, but that's besides the point. Priorities. Not everything. Veterans and migrants cannot be in the same basket Let's see, let's take the, let's write down veteran needs, migrant needs. Put it in a little basket, shake it up. Okay, what do we pull? Migrants? Okay, let's take care of them. Migrants cannot be in the same basket as priorities as American citizens and veterans. If you're going to tell me you care more. This is now costing the city. And it's funny, Democrats love to run around, look at these studies. 
the poorest counties in America are Republican. The blue states make and the red states take. Do they? Because it's a funny thing when you're writing off all your federal income, your state and local taxes to your federal taxes. You sure about that? If the blue states make so much that just it's coming out their ears, then why are you running to the federal government? You advertise yourself as a sanctuary city. Now people are coming looking for that sanctuary. You should be able to go, here you go. Here's the free stuff. No problem. New York City taxpayers are so open-mindedly progressive. They're just happy to give you that, that 64 box of crayons and free food and healthcare coverage and whatever else you want. You want to stay in a hotel for 400 bucks a night? Great. On a side note, how many of you, when you were little kids, if your parents got you like the 24-pack of crayons, like you were the rich kid in my class, if you had the if you had the Crayola with the sharpener in it, right? I would be like, I want the one with the sharpener in it. My son's school supply list actually said the 24-pack. I was like, well, I guess you're getting the 24-pack. You remember the old the old Crayola box? It was like, I don't know how many, I think it was 64. And it had a sharpener in it. You had a sharpener in your crayon box. So are we giving these kids the 24-pack or the 64-pack? Or the basic nine, right? Red, blue, green, yellow. Wine Tech 695, Patriot 9572874. Free stuff. Everything's free in America. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.